This is the Oklahoma Talking Company. Welcome to Activate Your Strengths with Rhonda Boyle. StrengthsFinder 2.0 is an analytical assessment created by Gallup Corporation, and many people today are using it to change their lives, improve their relationships, and enhance their work experience. This is the podcast where we explore using your natural talents and gifts in your personal and professional development. And now, here's your host, Rhonda Boyle. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to the Activate Your Strengths show. I am your host this morning, Rhonda Boyle. Jason Baffrey is here with me in the control room. How are you today, sir? I'm fabulous, Rhonda. You know what I love most about StrengthsFinder? Tell me. It's that people have the opportunity to actually make changes in their lives using it as a tool. It is amazing once you find out what your strengths are, how you can begin to apply them to your life. I know. And you know what? Today, our guest has done exactly that. I have been working with her for over a year. And let me tell you about her. She is a military brat. She was born in Florida, but grew up in multiple locations in the world, including England and Japan. And when her Air Force dad retired, it was to Lawton, Oklahoma. And after high school, she went to OU and then completed her degree in sociology at Angelo State University in Texas. But then she eventually relocated to Oklahoma City in 2008. And now she works as an analyst for a local mortgage company. Welcome, Carolyn Johnson. Hi, Rhonda. I am pumped to have you here. Really excited. And you know, we have worked together for a year. Yes, it has been. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, the first time I met you, I just thought if I said, boo, you might get up and run out of the room. <laughs> you were quiet and, you know, a little mousy. And now I look at you a year later, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize you from what you were before. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's, you. it's been amazing what you have done with your life using this tool. So we're going to get into it this morning. First of all, tell us what your top five talents are. My top five, they are strategic, relator, connectedness, learner, and responsibility. Awesome. And we're going to dig into those in just a minute. So just to let our audience know, the StrengthsFinder 2.0 test is from Gallup. It's an assessment that tells you your top talents. And there are 34 that Gallup has identified. And you have all 34, Carolyn, and I have all 34. And Jason, you too, sir, have all 34. But the question is, how do they show up in dominance? And for you, it's strategic, relator, connectedness, learner, and responsibility. <laughs> so let me ask you this. The first time, when well, you've taken personality tests before, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So when you took this one, and you got you know, your top five, what was your first reaction? My first reaction, I was disappointed, actually. Oh, my. I um, thought I would have different talents in my top five or, yeah. or how I thought I saw myself before I took the test. So it was a little disappointing to see what they were. It's just kind of like, oh. Aw. I thought that was up there. They didn't seem that? interesting or whatever. Well, yeah. you had already actually done a workshop with us and... So you had in your mind right. certain talents that you saw in yourself, and then they didn't show up Correct. as in dominance, right? right? Well, you know, that happens to a lot of people. They're, they're kind of disappointed. They're like, wow, you know, I wish I had was more powerful, or I wish I had this talent or that talent. And really, the reality is, is they are all 
exactly perfect in their space. There's no uh, none is better than the other. And they manifest themselves in people's lives in different ways. So tell us what happened after you started doing some of the work. After I started digging into it and learning, I went back to that workshop again so yeah. that I could focus on those top five. And then I realized, like, yeah, those really are me. Yeah. Those are me. And then, like, I see how I use those. Okay. And then I started loving those. I'm like, okay, these are mine. So yeah, you claimed them, right? Yes. And that's exactly what we have to do with these. We have to actually claim claim them and own them before we can actually do anything with them, right? Right. So um, let's talk about your strategic for a minute. Now, uh, people with strategic have an it's very fast the way you guys think and you get just brilliant quick insight in the path or the way to go when you're solving a problem or you're doing something like that so tell us how that shows up for you in your life a lot of the times where i first where i can notice it is in interactions with others with people my friends in particular yeah it's just kind of with life situations so they'll come and ask of a situation like hey what is your opinion on this well I can give that I see the whole thing I can see if you do this action then this is what's gonna happen right. or if you don't do this then this will happen and I've noticed a lot of times if someone says I have this idea and they're giving me all the positives of it then I'll give them the cons oh because <laughs> so, you see you mm -hmm. see the bumps in the road yeah so it's like hey did you consider this when you're trying to make your decision so you can have because I need all the pieces to see everything so you can make the best decision. Right. So what you're telling me then is that you see patterns in people's behavior. Right. For of your friends, particularly. Yes. So, um, you know, strategic is a very common talent. A lot of people have it. Uh, but it all it always manifests itself in different ways with different people. And for you, it's a people talent. Right. You use it mostly for people. Do you use it at work at all? I do use it for work. Um, a lot of times with email communication between different departments, Yeah, it's more in the point of, hey, if we're, we send this information out, let's give all the information because they, they provide a short little description. Well, then further down the line, you're going to have all these questions. So let's address it up front because right. if we do this, then this is going to happen and this is going to result in that. So let's just do it up front, put as much as we can out there to prevent all the back and forth. So, yeah, you're kind of, um, you know, seeing how people are going to react to the information. And you know that some people are going to need more mm -hmm. and some people it's too much or some people are going to need this little detail. And so you let people know in advance. Correct. That's really smart communication. Really. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you really what I'm hearing from you is that you um, don't do a lot of strategic planning. It's more of just like quick advice and suggestions because you're noticing patterns yeah I think that's where I like to use it the most it's more yeah I have a friend hey I'm they're planning a vacation mm -hmm. and they're like, I just want to talk to you because you always see something that I don't see so how fun. then I promote that or someone will call me up it's like can I get your opinion on this this is what I'm trying to think of doing sure. and so I can kind of plot that out if you do this this will this um I can look at plans. I had like my sister's helping her out with a plan or a goal. I'm like, well, let's rearrange these. So this is a better path for this. Right. But and that's it. You see the path. Right. Now, you told me a funny little story about the food bank. Right. Uh, you apparently worked at the food bank the other day and you recognized your strategic in play. What? Tell us about that. Um, what we were doing was we we're packing boxes and it's coming down the assembly line. So... 
it's you've got different shapes of items going in there. So I just happen to see the pattern of how we need to put these in consistently so they can all fit and not right. cause a problem when the person at the end is trying to tape up the boxes. So, so. Which you already identified they were having a problem. Yeah, so, so like, okay. So some of the people on the assembly line did not have strategic. Is that what you're telling like us? Some of them, I'm like, yeah, I wanted to be like, hey, like, can you just put this down here? So I just kind of fixed it on my end and... <laughs> Let it go. Right. I'm sure those of you high in strategic have to put up with a lot of it from us, that those of us who do not have it high. That's funny. Okay. So now you also have your number two talent is relator, which also happens to be a very common talent. Lots and lots of people have it. And it means that you really like to go deep in relationships. So let me ask you this. And I ask almost everybody with Relator the same question. Are you still best friends with your kindergarten buddy? With me? No. 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 <laughs> so what's different? Why? Why not? I think it had to do with moving around a lot. Yeah. I didn't really have strong relationships with others as you move then you just lost touch i mean back then there was no facebook it wasn't easy to keep in contact so all of the people that are close to me now are the ones i've really my sister of course she's been along with me she's the closest but she's the really friends. the only one you've kind of hung on to yeah. over these years, right <laughs> kind of had to yeah <laughs> but everyone else has just been my friends i've learned within about the past five years wow are my close but no one from before then so how would you describe those people who are really really tight with you because people with relator have really only two to five people in their inner circle right um i would kind of Compared to like a bullseye, like a dartboard in a sure, way. Sure, on a so dartboard. So you've got that bullseye, and those are the closest, closest people, and then it goes out and rings around there. So everyone's sure. on there. They're just in different places, and they're all my friends. But, yes. you know, some are closer. Some see a little bit more of me than others. Well, I'm on your board, I hope. <laughs> yes, Rhonda, you're on the board. <laughs> Good. I, you know, I'm a woo, so I got to, <laughs> I want to feel like I'm on, on that dartboard. <laughs> so the way I understand you're describing your relator, which is really very powerful, is like there's this dartboard and you have your sister and a couple other people right there in that bullseye. And then you have outer rings, that right. go the rings that go out. So, um, gosh, would anybody ever be kicked out of that inner circle, that bullseye? Yeah, I think they could. <laughs> they could. You've kicked people out I'm of there. Like, huh? People could. It's like, yeah, because you're slowly coming in, and it's really a, a trust issue. It's, right. Yeah, if you're doing something completely just awful, and I lose trust in you, then you're you're out. You might still be in one of the rings, but you're not getting back that close. I'm not always going to keep an eye out there. for you. Yeah. And so it's kind of like uh, from what I've heard, it, it's and I have to say from what I've heard because the relator is not very high for me, so I really don't know. But um, it's it's really kind of betrayal that makes somebody get booted out of the, you know, and I guess you probably right. could boot somebody off the board if you had to. <laughs> True. <laughs> that can happen, too. That can happen, too, right? Yeah, They're it just is. Like, yeah. It's just you're, I'm, yeah, I'm really opening up to you. And at that point, you know, we have good communication. And so we should be able to talk out any issues. So there shouldn't be any betrayal. Sure. Like, well, of course, there shouldn't be. But should not be, happen. but sometimes it happens. So it what, what relators really need is... Um, honesty and transparency and mm -hmm. you really appreciate confidentiality don't you i do 
Yeah, it's like you like secrets, right. swapping secrets, do. don't you? It's like yeah, and I will keep, and you can trust me with your secrets. I like secrets, so I'm going to keep them so I can I get know. more. Because you expect the same right. out of anybody else. I do. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, all right, let's talk about your connectedness. So, uh, I don't think Jason, we've ever had anybody with connectedness on the show. At least I don't remember. But um, people with connectedness ha- are deeply spiritual. And you have this uh, ability to sit with mystery and wonder. And you see things connected, don't you? Right, I do. Yeah, so how does that look for you? What what does connectedness look like in your life? A lot of it, it helps me with a situation that, you know, might be uncomfortable. I can accept that easier. It's like, well, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. That I may not like that, but there's a reason why that's happening. And I may not know what that reason is just yet, but I will see it later. And I'll and then I'll know. So it's happened a couple of times. Something later on down the road happens and it can be turned into a good thing. I'm like, Oh, that's why that happened back in the past. Oh, it set me up for this. Yeah. And then it's like, Okay. And then you're even it makes you okay with that. It sort of gives you closure for that situation that you had. Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting. So really, people with connectedness connect backwards, if you will. So you take an incident that's happening happening right now, and you may not know why it's happening, but you're 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 okay with not knowing. Right. It's like it happened, and you're going to figure it out later, and then bam, all of a sudden, the pieces just sort of fall into place, mm-hmm. and now you know why it happened. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes you connect things that we're like, are you out of your mind, girl? Come on. That's not any way related. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hear that. I'm like, this happens because of this. And people are like, no. No. That was just random. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yes, you do. And that's your view of the world is you see everything connected. So it's really a beautiful, uh, beautiful gift. So and you're, you're OK with not knowing why. Mm-hmm. Now, people with connectedness also uh, tend to do, you know, spiritual things. Like, do you have any spiritual practices that you follow that would would keep you, you know, like in t- in touch or in tune with the world around you or you know connected? How what what does that look like for you? I do. I um I meditate every day. Oh wow! Um, first thing in the morning, and that's just good to just sit and clear your mind. And things come to you. Solutions will come in that quiet time and that helps you kind of understand yourself. So I do that every day. So like is music playing or in, or you are you reading? I mean, what does meditation look like to you, someone with connectedness? Mine, it's really still. So sometimes I have background. So it could be like a sound of a river or the ocean, just a okay. quiet, soothing sound. And it's I do it for about 30 minutes. Wow. And just sit there. And I don't know if I could sit still <laughs> that long. You just kind of <laughs> just kind of be. And it's a good just nothing's going on. You're not focusing on anything. You're trying to clear your mind. And thoughts do come to you. You just don't focus on them. They'll come. You let them go. And then it's kind of sets you up for the day. So it's like, okay, I'm ready to go and start it fresh. So you get up early and everything to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd probably be hitting my snoozing alarm or something. (laughs) I don't know. Well, so let's talk about your learner. So learner is a talent that is random. Mm -hmm. You like to just learn. And we've had other people on the show who have have learner and but your learner works a little bit differently so tell us what that looks like for you mine it's just um 
it is just random little bits and pieces. I don't need a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to sit and learn. I just kind of go or say I'm reading a phrase or something. I'm like, oh, what's the origin of that phrase? How did that come to be? I'll look it up really quick. And then sometimes I'll keep digging, but then I'll just get that little bit of information and go. Right. Um, I've also noticed I like to learn from people. So if I notice someone has a talent or a hobby that I don't know about, then I like to ask them and learn from them instead of reading the book. So I'd like, oh, that's really interesting. I'm intrigued. Tell me more about that. Right. So I just collect a lot of little different information. Well, I think you even mentioned that when you go to the grocery store that you're, you know, all of a sudden something will catch your eye and then all of a sudden you're learning about some food <laughs> that you didn't know about. Is that right? That's right. Have I seen something like interesting? I'm like, what is that fruit? Let me let me Google that real fast in the store. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're the one that we're tripping over with your phone out Googling <laughs> yep. information on the internet, right? And then I, I found it really funny that you said you love to be in bookstores. Oh, yes. So tell us what your bookstore <laughs> experience is like. It's I have to go in there alone. It's yeah. I will spend like maybe two to three hours in the bookstore just browsing through all the sections. So no one I can't bring anyone with me because I'm like I'll feel that rushed. Would make me crazy. And, and then they're ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, I'll sit here and you know I'll read a book, open it up, skip around. I'm like, well, let me learn about this or that. So yeah, it's fun. a long time. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, you have uh, in in our conversation earlier, you have another talent. That's your number six that we haven't mentioned, and that's input. And that's also a learning talent. It's a little different. It's really very narrow Mm -hmm. in the way you learn with your input. So let's just talk about that real quick in comparison. That one I focus, it's that one mainly is on personal development. So Mm -hmm. I do read a lot of books on that. And I find that I can read those really quickly because I just faster than any other type of nonfiction or fiction self-development books, I'm going through those real quick. Yeah. And that is what I do soak up. It's kind of like my guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to be guilty about it. It's who you are. So I'm like, I, I love that learning about that. And, yeah. You know, Strength Finders fits right into that. It so. does. And I think a lot of people miss that about Strengths Finder is that it can be used for personal and professional development. Because mm-hmm. the more aware you are of yourself, the more you can make changes in your life and sort of move towards the things that make you happy and right. fulfilled. And uh, the the test has been done a lot in corporate America. And, you know, with big companies wanting to gain productivity, have productivity gains and get their employees more engaged, which is certainly important. Uh, but some people don't get that it can be used in every area of their right. lives. And that's what's been so beautiful with what, you know, working with you is that when you came into, uh, you know, working with me and coaching and that type of thing a year ago, you were really kind of lost, weren't you? Yeah. 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 You were in a job you hated and you were able to use this tool to really find something that fulfills you. Mm-hmm. And I really did. Yeah, you did. So I'm really um, I'm proud of you and happy uh, for you at the same time. So let's talk about your responsibility. Responsibility, people with responsibility take psychological ownership of whatever they're involved in. And I want to point out that those of us who, and that's me, <laughs> who do not have responsibility high, it doesn't mean that we're irresponsible. We just don't own it. You know, we don't care if you want to come and take it over. That's fine with us. You know, we we just don't 
feel the need to hang on and and control mm. the situation, but you have a real need for controlling, you know, your your environment. If you've been given responsibility for something, it's yours, right. isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah, and your word is your bond. Yes, that's a big one. I say that phrase a lot, and it's yeah. If you if you interact with me, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You can count and depend on me. It is gonna get done. Now, um, one of the things that I found interesting that you like to control is your time. Yes. So tell us about that and how that looks. That's a it's a new discovery that I just realized. Um, and it shows up just when someone will invite me out for something and I immediately have this this reaction where kind of like a recoil like, whoa, wait a minute. Even though I I willing to go out is just kind of, wait a minute, I'm controlling my time and now someone's asking me and they're kind of maybe taking over a little bit of that. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I haven't quite figured it out just yet. Well, I'm going to just a little peek. You you have taken all 34 of, you've pulled your 34, I I guess. And so I'm thinking it might be self-assurance. Your number 11 is self-assurance and people with self-assurance must have freedom. So, you know, here's what's interesting about these talents is that we break them apart like we're doing today Mm -hmm. to learn about them. But the reality is we never use them in isolation or very rarely. There might be a time where you're using just one, but it's not very often. Mostly you're combining talents. So it could be in the incidents or instance when people are wanting your time that all of a sudden your self-assurance pops up and goes, hold on a minute. I need freedom what are you trying to take away from me? My time. Because hmm. that, I don't know. No, nope, It's just something to explore. Yeah. Since you just f- discovered that, maybe mm-hmm. that's something that you can start looking at. Um, but now when you ha- take responsibility for things, uh, you mentioned that you um, you really want, like to work in isolation in this case. I do. It's kind of, it's that project or whatever I'm given, it's mine. So if it succeeds, it's me. If it fails, it's me. I don't have any kind of outside influences affecting it. I, I have control over it. I can control where it goes. Sure. So Yeah. And so you really like being ha- handed some, something and then doing the whole thing by yourself. I do. I'm okay. learning to, I'm learning through straight <laughs> to kind of, that is not the way to go because I can't do all, I, you know, well, my talents. I don't have all of them, so I need others to help yeah, me. Yeah, but that's something that's so, kind of hard for people mm-hmm. with responsibility because you do need control. Right. It's a need for you. It's not, uh, you know, just something you're demanding. It's something that you need. And so, um, you know, sharing with others or delegating is kind of a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're <laughs> like, is. no, don't like to do that. So um, now people with responsibility also take on too much sometimes. Yes. You find yourself falling in that hole? Oh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about the talents is each one of them can be it, – it, it, each one of them is your greatest source of strength – and it's also your greatest source of weakness. weakness. And so, yeah, this is where you can get, you know, get in mm-hmm. trouble. So what happens when you take on too much? It's just I'll, I don't know, people around me, I'll always say like, I'm out of balance. I feel out of balance. I'm just scattered everywhere. I really can't focus. It's just too much so that I'm getting stressed out. How am I going to get all this done? I'm overwhelmed. And 
So it can be a combination of just things at work, life, just mixing them all together. So so yeah. now that you understand this about yourself, are you able to move things off your plate at that point? Or do you still have to hang <laughs> on to them? I try, but I'm still, that's a constant battle that I'm feeling. But it's sure. I can recognize it now. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling that feeling. I got to kind of analyze, look over stuff and see what's going on. What can I cut out? Mm-hmm. What's more important? How can I allocate my time better? Right. So I'm not so overwhelmed. Well, and that's a good thing that you bring up is you notice the feeling because mm-hmm. anytime you're triggered, we call it the outhouse, yeah. you know, because you kind of stink and, <laughs> you know, when you trip into the outhouse. But it always comes with a feeling. It does. There's something that happens physically inside of you. You get this sense or this feeling or this, you know, I don't know, maybe the back of your neck gets tight or, you know, something. And that's your sign. That's mm-hmm. like a sign that now your responsibility has taken on too much. What can I move off my plate is what you should be saying to yourself. <laughs> so uh, one thing I'll tell you is that you can uh, delegate to other people who have responsibility because <laughs> they feel the same way you do. If they're going to ha- be handed a project or given any kind of responsibility, by golly, come heck or high water and burn in the midnight oil, they're yeah. going to get it done too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So That's you might want to look around for people like that. So let me ask you this, uh, just as we're kind of wrapping up here, what would you tell somebody if you gave them some advice, like they took this test, you know, what now what next? What would you tell them to do? What I tell them is just don't let it, you've got your top five, don't let them just sit there. Mm-hmm. It's not just another test. You need to look into it and understand what it's telling you. It's not telling you this is the career you should go into. It's telling you why, who you are, why you do what you do, why you think the way you think. Mm-hmm. And the more you understand that, then the more you accept who you are and you're just focused on there instead of saying, oh, I wish I had discipline, which is mine is 33. Yeah, it's my so, 33 too. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I wish I had more discipline. I wish I had this. It's like, okay, I know that's not in my top five. I'm not going to. Let me focus on these top five. Sure. So it's really just um, finding a community that can help you speaking, talking it over, you know, like AYS community. That's yes. perfect because it helps you see it in a different way. And it helps you ask yourself different questions that you need to kind of trigger reactions. And that's how you grow. Right. And it's a continuous process. You have to stay in it. You do. Because um, I kind of fell off away from it for a while and. It just life started seeing kind of hard and like, why is nothing working out? Blah, blah, blah. I connected back and now it's just like, wow, okay. Yeah, doors start opening again, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm glad you mentioned community because um, really, if you think about it, uh, when you look at communities, how community is built, it's built off language. You know, if you have um, a new uh, new people coming into the United States, for example, uh, coming over from perhaps Vietnam. I'm thinking in the 1970s, there were, was a big Vietnam uh, Vietnamese population mm-hmm. who came in. And so where, what do they do? They, they hang together because of language. Same thing with, uh, you know, any language, any people who come over or go wherever, even if you're an expatriate and you're going over to another country, uh, Air Force, military people, Mm -hmm. which you have experience, didn't you hang out when you were in Japan? You hung out with Americans. Why? It's like, yeah, you relate to them. Because of the language. So StrengthsFinder, what we're doing is creating a common language because words mean something. And in order for you to continue to progress in any of us, 
to actually learn the application, we need community mm-hmm. because it's through the community that we actually get to learn. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And um, I would encourage people if they don't have a community, we have a fabulous community yes. here and uh, in Oklahoma City. And we're very, very lucky to have that. And we've worked real hard to create that. And for people who don't have that immediately, the best way to create community is to get your family tested. Mm-hmm. That's what I did way back <laughs> Almost eight years ago, first people I got tested were my, I wanted to know how my family reacted. And I know you got your sister. She's been involved uh-huh. and, and other people who are close to you. Mm-hmm. My and, friends, yeah. Yeah. And doesn't that make a difference? It does. It's because. Like, yeah. And they'll do something like, well, that's your this and this. That's your strategic. And then we can talk that way. And it's like, oh, OK, yeah. And it's easier to understand. And and then you can understand why they're doing what they're doing. So it's like, oh. Instead of like, judging okay. them. Yeah. Right. Because that's what we're prone to do. Because right. we are always looking out of our own eyeballs. So, <laughs> you know, really, it helps us accept them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can ever understand Relator, for example, because it's too low for me. I mean, it's not too low for me, but it is low mm-hmm. for me. And I don't think I can really ever understand how Relators like you think. But I can accept how you are. And so that's what we have the opportunity to do with StrengthsFinder. So I'm so excited that you have been involved in this work with us. And it's just been a joy to see you grow and learn. And one quick thing, I want you to tell the funny story that happened in traffic. (laughs) You were with your sister. Tell us what happened. Oh, my gosh. We were on North of the Expressway, kind of by Buy for Less. And there was a lady in the median um, wanting to cross four lanes of traffic to get to Buy for Less. And we were stopped at traffic. And I could see the path that she needed to walk to get through, but she looked so confused. I'm like, come on, lady, just do it. (laughs) Go this way. So if I could have just gotten out of the car and grabbed her by the hand, it's like, you got to go forward here, go back here, go forward this car. We're not going to hit you because we're all stopped. We all see you. Right. And go. So and I just told my sister, I looked at her and I'm like, well, she doesn't have strategic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you probably have to say that a lot, don't you? <laughs> Uh-oh, that's somebody else who doesn't have strategic. Right. So isn't that funny? Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Do you want to tell people how we can reach you? Is there a way we can reach out to you, like on Facebook? How can we find you? You can find me on Facebook. It's Carolyn Johnson. Yeah. And I'm friends with Rhonda. You can find me there. Yes, and, you can. And yeah, just... Uh, Say hello. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thanks for being with us today. We really enjoyed having you as our guest. And if you'd like to know more about us, you can find us at www.activateyourstrengths.com. We also have a Facebook fan page at Activate Your Strengths. And we are on Periscope, and we're going to start Periscoping, I think, next week. We are at Activate Me and on Twitter at Activate Strong. And that's been our show today, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, and go live in your strengths. Bye-bye. Activate Your Strengths with Rhonda Boyle is a presentation of Oklahoma Talking Company. Learn more and listen to other great programs at oklahomatalking.co. This has been a production of Destiny Creative.